1: Hey guys, on the monorail, heading to Animal Kingdom. I'm so glad I brought my poncho. It looks like it's about to those storm. Those
0: I, 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 I don't mind getting soaked. I just went on Collie River Rapids, and I'm already soaked. It's been a great day already. Don't know how we're going to Animal Kingdom on the monorail, though.
2: I hate that ride. It's such a boring ride, and I always have wet shoes.
0: You don't know what you're talking about, man. It's this beautiful metaphor that demonstrates the horrors of deforestation.
2: There's no story behind that ride. Right?
3: Wow, this is... This is interesting. And you know what? I'm thinking about writing it, but I'm not sure. Maybe if you guys debate, you'll make my mind up for me.
1: Welcome to episode two hundred and twenty-seven of the Diz His podcast. I'm your host Chris, and I'm Alex. Today we will be giving the his on Cali River Rapids. A his and a bonus debate. I do want to put that out front. We're going to do the his and a bonus debate. More to follow. Mm-hmm. Right yes. now we're recording live for our Goof Troop members. Who are our Goof Troop? Well, they a collection of distinct, distinguished individuals. If Very right. distinguished. They're, they're yes, they're they're the coolest kids on the block. That's right. They are uh, they're supporters of the Diz's podcast, and you too can become a Goof Troop member by visiting any of our link tree links in our bios, um, in our social media, on the description of our episodes. Hit that link tree, then hit Patreon, and for as little as two dollars a month, you can join our Goof Troop, watch our shows live. You're uh, you're entitled to monthly giveaways for our five dollars tiers and up, which we're giving away something pretty cool next week. It's a uh, Oogie Boogie ornament. Got a little bit of both holidays mixed into one. You get it at the end of October. Then you put it back up on your tree for Christmas. Everybody wins. Yep. And if you want some of our awesome merchandise, you can head over to our um, our T Public, which is also listed on our Linktree links. And uh, we've got a lot of cool designs up there. we got some Halloween stuff. we got some holiday stuff and uh, way more to come, too.
3: You can also send us an email at dishispod at And if you have some time, we would love if you would go to your podcast platform And give us a five-star review, please. Really helps spread the word for His. Because if you're listening, you like us. And the more people listen, the more people that we have an opportunity to reach. Now I'd like
1: to introduce our special guest tonight. Really excited because they're going to chime in about the history. But they're really going to chime in more about their opinions on this attraction. Because one is in one direction. The other one is in the total opposite direction on whether they... um, are a fan or not of this uh, of, the, of this attraction so really excited to hear some uh debates between the two i'd like to welcome ryan and rj both of you how are you guys doing fight to talk because you're gonna be fighting all episodes so i figured i'd introduce you both at once
0: i'm doing great yeah thanks for welcoming us on chris i appreciate it i'm excited to be here for a super exciting history so thank you so much thanks for having me on before i was interrupted
1: <laughs> yeah sorry one <laughs> i first, appreciate it first point goes to rj i'm writing this down <laughs>
3: it's gonna be like around the horn
1: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) we should do that and mute people and stuff
3: yeah so yeah so ryan and rj will be arguing because they both have very strong feelings about this ride in different ways um chris and i both have never actually ridden this ride so we have no no opinion about it really i have opinions that's why i haven't ridden the ride (laughs) yeah okay so um So we thought it would be better to bring on two people who have opinions on this ride, who have written it, to help line up the episode. Um, The history on this ride, FYI to everyone listening, is not the best, very small information. That's why we wanted to bring Ryan R.J. in because we thought that might add some value to the episode itself.
1: And if you don't know what Cali River Rapids is, it was the first ever River Rapid attraction that opened at a Disney park on March 18th 1998 in Animal Kingdom. The ride is set in Asia and takes guests on a rapid expedition with many turns, causing guests to get wet. Wet is an understatement. Is it? Yes, it is. Yes, It is a complete understatement,
3: depending on written, what
1: seat you're in, actually.
3: Because I've ridden rides like, uh, don't, you know, get mad at me, but Universal... I've ridden a ride at Universal got me very wet.
1: The Popeye thing? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm not a big fan of walking we'll around a park all wet. Yeah, you don't want to be a soggy bottom boy at the at the parks. <laughs> Ryan, you are anti-Cali River Rapids, is that correct? Yes, I am. And For RJ... the reason
2: that you just said, <laughs> I do not like walking around with wet socks and underwear, especially in the hottest, hottest park in uh well, Disney World. It is
3: true. <laughs> so. It's true. It's true. That's true. So it's shows. a good way to get a rash.
1: Uh,
0: okay. RJ, you are pro Collie River Rapids. I am pro Collie River Rapids. Actually, I believe that Chris pronounced it wrong. He was saying Kali. it's Collie River Rapids. As and I said. It's an incredibly fun ride, and you mentioned it, or you pronounced it exactly correct, Alex, because you know what you're talking about here. It's an exciting adventure. It immerses you in the setting. You've got even live animals that you can see in what is easily one of the top 10 most immersive queues in the entirety of Walt Disney World, Hmm. and there's even a message within the adventure. It's an exciting thrill ride, and last time I went to Animal Kingdom, I only had... Not even a half day there. Kali was one of the two attractions that I went directly to Animal Kingdom to go on. Wow,
2: you wasted wow. your time there.
0: That's what you think. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't have a lot of time and there's never a wait. So that's,
1: that's really why Sorry, I'm not part of this debate. Actually,
0: the ride got shut down and I had to wait a little bit extra because the line wasn't moving. But it was worth it because Good I God. got to take in the beauty of the golden idol in the middle of the temple that I was standing in. I mean, I always, I prefer to wait in the queues, right? Like, I don't want to get Fast Pass if I don't have to, because (laughs) I think it's more fun to wait through the entire queue to experience the entire experience. Like, you're going to miss the big Na'vi animatronic if you go through Fast Pass for Genie Plus or whatever for Flight of Passage. You're going to miss the entire interactive game portion of Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. You're going to miss a lot Mm -hmm. if you go through the Fast Pass queue. RJ, are you six? (laughs) Am I what? Are you six years old? It just uh, <laughs> no, but you're the height of one. <laughs> We're the same height, okay.
1: I've met you. Um,
0: <laughs> it's just funny because
1: like you, you're like uh, I just feel like if I talk to my uh, non-existent nephew, that uh, and I ask him what he liked, he would say, "Oh, I really like the interactive games and the queues,
0: and I really like getting wet." <laughs> Well, I I don't play the interactive games, but I think it's part of the experience. The Imagineers You just like to watch other The Imagineers put everything in place for a specific reason. That's true. It helps guide you into the story. If you go to the fast pass, that's like you're missing the entire opening scene to the movie and you get plunged immediately into the climax. Like I you know, I don't know who the corleone family is but all of a sudden i'm seeing this guy's son being gunned to death over at a traffic stop versus you know being eased into it learning about it same thing with the rides like why am i on this River in India? I don't know. Well, hey, I'm going to learn about it by going through the queue and discovering why I'm on this river. Get the literature. It's more exciting. And I get to even spot the hidden Mickey, spot the little details. It's so much more fun that way. And you get the full story. You're
2: fully immersed in the experience. So, so you're telling me that Cali River Rapids has a story behind it? It absolutely has a story oh, behind it. I must it. have missed that ride and that ride. Yeah, okay. clearly, because you hate it clearly so, all i saw was some burnt trees i went down a hill and i was back where i began whoa well, listen, whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> you guys are getting ahead of yourselves we haven't <laughs> yeah. started the history listen
1: yet. before we get to the his i do want to uh i do want to uh talk about how ryan uh ryan made a uh a bad point saying that wow there's no story there is a story you should have probably had your eyes open uh while riding so that you i do dock you they're two full points. of the water chris i do dock you two points um rj you um you talked about the uh, you know, all the details and stuff. I really liked your points there. I am giving you three points, but I am docking you five points for being uh, non family friendly by bringing up a, uh, a rated R movie and talking about someone getting gunned down in the street. You could have made a reference <laughs> like uh, you, you turned on Finding Nemo and then you skip four and you're like, wait, where'd Nemo go? You could have made that reference, but instead. Or you turn on Lion
3: King and you're like, wow, so Simba was full grown the whole time. <laughs>
0: So well, yes, we will be docking you 5 points. I'm sorry for being cultured. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also I do have, a film fan. You should you should relate to this.
1: I I do have um I do have a question for you before we get started. Um RJ, are you just do you like the the, the ride for the story that it has, or are you just a
0: really big fan of deforestation? I actually despise deforestation, and the ride preaches against deforestation. So Th- I enjoy the story. I enjoy how the ride has a purpose to it and is showing the harmful impacts of deforestation. And I think that combines with an excellent setting and... Some great music, especially in the queue, to create an excellent experience.
1: See, okay, the reason I uh, I have to ask Ryan a question now to keep you even, because the, before we got on here, we discussed. that Ryan said there's a gray area uh in this ride, whether it's promoting deforestation or promoting the knowledge of deforestation, and that's what one of the reasons Ryan hates it is because he doesn't want kids to get a like a message like, oh, if I start chopping down trees, I'm gonna go on a fun water ride. So. That I know that's one of the reasons why Ryan doesn't really like it. So, Ryan, if you want to make any comments about that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Don't play with matches, kids. That's what that whole ride taught me is just don't play with matches. Okay, because Uh, it is fun and it's addictive.
1: Easy enough. Your house down easy and listen, fair points by both of you. Uh, The score is very tight, won't say the numbers uh, yet. We'll, We'll reveal that at the end, but the score is very, very tight. Let's get to the his on Cali River Rapids.
0: I created this river rafting enterprise to demonstrate there are non-destructive ways to bring revenue to the village. Because the more people like you get, the better chance our jungle has of surviving. Thank you for choosing Cali Rapids Expeditions. We hope your
2: journey will show you a world that is truly worth saving.
3: During the planning of the Asian land and animal kingdom, Imagineers planned on building a water ride, but this was not like the one that would open in 1988. The original ride was named Tiger Rapids Run and would take guests down a rough water ride while also allowing them to see live animals like tigers and monkeys. The circular rafts with seatbelts allowed 12 guests to ride down the four-minute journey, getting wet on each turn. Imagineers later would make the decision that screaming guests would disrupt the live animals, plus the speed at which the guests would be moving Would make it almost impossible for them to enjoy the live animals so imagineers decided to rename the ride kali river rapids kali being the name of the multi-armed hindu goddess the rapids themselves were inspired by the chakarandi river in the harar province of india imagineers switched the concept of an animal observing ride to education on the human impact on natural habitats the final scene in the ride depicts a devastated landscape that has been destroyed by logging and pollution do you want to
1: say something real quick? So we they, we talk about how they didn't want to put live animals in them because they'd be, um, oh, you know, God forbid if they hear the screaming guests. But let's yeah. also make an attraction where not only do the animals hear the guests, but we just drive a truck right through their, <laughs> right through their, their home. Like, that's fine.
0: <laughs> and we run over chains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex, I know you referenced Kali there, the Hindu goddess. You didn't actually say what she was the goddess of. She was the goddess no. of time, doomsday, and death. And her name translates as she who is black, also known as the black goddess. Interesting. So
1: Interesting. that has nothing to do with uh, the the ride. Is well, what you're trying well to say. I would I mean, argue
0: not... that deforestation leads exactly. to doomsday and death. That's does true. It? It's not proven, yeah. though. Or because... does the ride
2: lead to that? <laughs> That's just crazy. saying. I only wrote in a couple times because that guys might die.
3: Can't make fun of deforestation. Yeah.
0: How dare so, you take the low road there, Ryan? So the I'm trees just reading the facts.
1: No, the trees, I do want to uh I, I, just so we don't get canceled, the trees are not real in this ride. And I don't want anyone to think, and maybe maybe RJ or Ryan both thought that may, the trees could have been real. Um they're not real. It is just a representation of deforestation. Now, they want to make this ride as, as real, uh, as realistic as possible. Do you think that they um, and I'll it will uh, be open ended for either RJ or Ryan to chime in. To preserve the authenticity of the ride, do you think they should have used chlorinated water or should it have been all natural?
2: Should have been natural. Definitely should have been natural water, right? Is
3: because it, does it ta- does it smell like? Uh, Cause I've never been on it. It does it smell not smell
2: like bromine. No, no, no. Yeah, because it not has. That I remember. Yeah, because I think because you're wearing most of the water when you walk out, and that might be bad for your skin, or oh, you know, that's a good point. There's that's plenty places you don't want that kind of water to get. So, do you not swim in pools, Ryan? No, I do not. Pools are disgusting. They're cesspools.
1: Yeah. It's
0: fair.
2: I worked in a water park.
0: That is that mm-hmm. that's, a,
1: that's a fair point.
0: Well, I can let oh. you know that the bromine is not hazardous to your health in the dilute quantities that it exists. Drink in the some. World I want to see you drink some. Well, it doesn't need to go inside my body. We're talking about on no, the you outside. You said it's, of not, the it's body. not.
2: hazardous. How would I know?
0: Not hazardous on the exterior of your body mm-hmm. in dilute quantities, which it exists in the attraction. Well, if you're, you're yelling, yelling
2: on this ride and you get splashed, where does it go? That's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, give me now, some um, brominated water. I would drink the amount that would go into my mouth on Kali River Rapids. Okay, uh, next <laughs> time I see you, I'm bringing
2: some. Since we're on the, Scooping
0: up right from pirates. <laughs> s- since we're on the topic of
1: safety here, uh, the 12 guests are required to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ, you're a big advocate of the ride. Are there any safety concerns that the raft that they're in may flip over and the seatbelts force everyone to drown?
0: I don't... That, that wouldn't happen because the buoyant part of the raft is currently on the bottom and with the small and constrained nature of the attraction's track it would make it impossible much like Austin Powers trying to turn the car around in the hallway it would make it very difficult for such an, a thing to occur furthermore due to the quite uh, low depth of the attraction, seeing that it is in fact not nearly as deep as one might expect, it would be quite difficult for such a situation to occur and impossible due to the Imagineers foreseeing such occurrences. Sounds pretty
1: safe to me, actually. Thank you for that, that education. Um, Ryan, is it not safe enough?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not safe enough. Like, really? what if you have a bunch of large people on okay. the ride and the ride is top-heavy? You come down that hill and it flips on over on you. it. Then that, you're,
1: it could. It's not yeah, changing. Then you're strapped
2: in
0: upside down. Right. Are you saying as a Disney fan you don't trust the Imagineers?
2: I do trust mm-hmm. the Imagineers. No. I don't trust the ones that made that ride because apparently they ran out of money.
0: I've seen Splash Mountain boats sink. That it's not. Yes. It's not. You know. I would argue two things here. First, the Splash Mountain boats sank. They didn't flip over. And secondly, I would argue that because they ran out of money, they were actually being prudent by not trying to build more than they already had and then leaving this big empty space, much like something like, I don't know, maybe like Yeti animatronic that didn't work properly. The Imagineers planned ahead here to ensure that they could have an operating attraction with the funds that they had available.
2: I'm just saying there's a better river in Animal Kingdom. And what's that river? The Navi River is a better ride than, than the oh, Cali. The Navi Snap. River is
0: not oh. a better ride than Cali. Oh, yes,
2: it is. There's so much more to see and enjoy in that. And it lasts about the same amount of time. It does,
0: actually. That is factual. However, the storytelling is far weaker in Navi River Journey.
1: That is also true. I, don't, I, uh, I disagree with that. I think, I think my, um, my three-month-year-old niece would be able to tell a better story than Navi River Journey. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Ryan. She cannot talk yet. Um But anyway, back to back to Callie. They they say that they you can see the animals from this attraction. Is that
0: a stretch? No, that's not, not a stretch. stretch. You Where? can see Where the monkeys. Do you see animals? Not the attraction. Can you not see the monkeys at the end of the attraction no. or is that only from the queue?
2: Perhaps I'm Probably misremembering. The queue. You can't see anything from the boat. Probably
3: the queue because like in the history, the attraction plan of having animals, but then they didn't do that. So, I mean, maybe if you look hard enough, maybe you can, but. If you had binoculars or a
2: drone?
1: Not intended. Drones are illegal in Disney World. Uh, Docu three points. Now, do you have a question? Jungle Cruise wanted live animals, and they determined that was not a good idea. So they put animatronic yeah. animals, right? Mm-hmm. Cali River Rapids um mm-hmm. uh they they wanted real animals and instead they put a bunch of logs
3: <laughs>
2: uh yeah. i want to
1: get your opinions on that both rj and ryan
2: that well that you said it all they have in there is, i think there's a truck but there's uh, logs there a truck there's the yes, truck there's sounds of chainsaws but you never see a chainsaw
3: no no th- yeah. is this, so is, i don't
2: know what those are oh man i would argue that in
0: an attraction where you are being tossed and turned around so much as Collie River Rapids. One, you might be afraid of missing something if you're just facing away from it. So because there's that one show portion there, you're able to fully have that experience. And secondly, if you're going at a high speed adventure, something like Space Mountain, right? Space Mountain doesn't have a ton to see either. You're moving so fast, it's more about the feeling and the sounds rather than the sights that are going so, on.
2: But what about the Yeti? In Everest, you're moving fast by that. You see it.
0: You can. Uh, but that, as you're moving by, you're moving by in the straightforward path, and it is directly above you. With Collie River Rapids, they you're constantly they put, turning a around. You they they put a tiger on that
2: log you go under. They could have what? They could have put a tiger on that log you go under. That is true. I mean they could have, they, but how they, would that help yeah, to you what, advance the story? If they had a tiger on fire on that log, I would have paid it more attention mm. to what the story is. I think a tiger
0: on fire would have actually been quite traumatizing to many of the guests.
2: Well, they did put a dead elephant in the uh in And the, then they uh, promptly safari. removed that
0: before the ride was opened Just officially. Saying.
2: So well, you know, you got to try something. I think Before that the Imagineers you... actually
0: learned from their previous mistakes in order to create Kali River Rapids. And that's why we've never gotten another ride like Kali
1: River Rapids, because they learned from their <laughs> mistakes. Now, RJ, um, I do, I do want to ask you uh, real quick. You say that this ride, there's you can't really focus on anything while you're doing your twists and turns. So are you trying to say, I just want to clear us up. Are you trying to say that all the minute details that the Imagineers have put on their ride and all the scenery, that doesn't matter?
0: Oh, the, it absolutely matters. However, much of the scenery as you're going through is due to the trees, just like much of the scenery in Space Mountain, which I believe many people would agree is a classic, is due to the stars there. Because at a certain point, it's not just about what you're seeing, especially in a thrill ride, and it's more about what you're feeling. So
2: the most important, the most, the most interesting thing on the ride is the trees. I wouldn't say it's the most saying.
0: interesting thing. I would say that's the most immersive thing because- Immersive Ryan, trees. have you ever been to India? Uh, no, no. I would imagine if you were to go to India and you're going down a river, the majority of what you would see would be, wait for it, trees. Therefore, yeah, and I would, like, I would be in like, I wouldn't be like, man, these
2: trees are immersive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I would say that the trees help to draw you away from what's around you. I don't see some little kid Bobby crying over ice cream on the sidewalk over it's there. I'm surprised you can even see the trees. I can absolutely see the trees because unlike some people, I'm not. Oh. what's your favorite tree? I have Which
2: one is your favorite tree on I- the
0: right? Oh, Oh, that's a good question. I mean, there's so many trees. I don't know that I can pick out one. I believe they blend together to create this cohesive experience, much like if you compare the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland to the Jungle Cruise in Walt Disney World. The Jungle Cruise in Disneyland, you can actually see other attractions because of the small space devoted to Adventureland there, and that takes away from the immersiveness. The Jungle Cruise in Walt Disney World, I believe most people would agree, due to the large amount of foliage there, it takes you out of Adventureland. You don't see the Aladdin's flying carpets, and it feels like you're actually in a jungle. Kali River Rapids does a similar thing especially allowing due to the large size of
2: animal I would kingdom say it's the largest park it'd be the easiest one to take you out of it <laughs> but they yeah. do it so well nonetheless until a six-year-old sprays you in the face
3: where is this um for the next history about the queue but where is this ride because i don't remember ever seeing located
0: directly it. if you're um standing where the tree of life is it's located directly to the left of the andanapra area of expedition everest it's very
2: easy to miss as you should.
0: It's right near Mr. Kamal's cart.
1: Oh, okay. Before we move okay. on to history too here, uh both of you, I, I well not both of you, RJ. I you 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 set a scene. Um talking about the immersiveness of this ride. You go on a River Rapid ride in India and you see a bunch of trees, right? You're saying? That's what you would see. Yeah, you so, see trees. Right. So are you trying to say that this ride um about deforestation is a myth because you said there's a lot of trees in India and the uh, premise of this ride was built on a lie.
0: I would actually disagree with that. I so would there's argue- not trees in India? Oh, there are absolutely trees in India, but the amount of trees are decreasing and that is what that large patch that's missing. You can tell as you're going through the ride, these beautiful trees and then the stark impact, the trees are gone. How does that shake you to the core? You've had these beautiful trees, this nature surrounding you. And then it's gone. That contrast is so obvious. And that shows the stark impact that deforestation is having on the world. The Imagineers mm-hmm. show that analogy so well in the ride. It's palpable. You can see that significant contrast. And it helps bring the theme about the horrors of deforestation home to the guests. It's a good answer. It's a, it's a really good answer. I thought answer it was so a wildfire. Deforestation.
2: First first five or six times I wrote it. I thought it was just from a well, wildfire. That says more about you than the ride. I, I thought it was just burning, burning for burning. That's natural so, to happen. It's supposed to happen.
1: All in all, RJ, you hate deforestation. Oh, deforestation is horrible. So you um, you want to exterminate all beavers.
0: All right, w- so
1: let's move on to history too.
0: Well, you can't call that deforestation. Deforestation is the human act of removing trees, as I recall. We'll have to Webster Dictionary that. I'm actually not sure
1: if
3: that's... The Kali River Rapids Ride Queue winds through an Indian temple before taking guests through a booking office of Kali River Expeditions, where guests learn about local deforestation before arriving at the boarding station. There are five running ride vehicles named Kathamanduzi, Kamalayan Hummer, Mandalu Slammer, Bhaktapur Bubbler, and the Sherpa Surfer. On the ride itself, guests will ascend a 90-foot lift and once at the top of the ride vehicle passes gushing geysers, a waterfall, and a rock that forms the face of a tiger. The raft starts to speed up as the water gets rougher and rougher, taking guests through a jungle scene with sounds of animals and birds heard. Eventually, guests travel through a cave with water dripping down onto them. Right after that, there are statues that can spray you when other guests push buttons who are walking a trail by the attraction. Eventually, the raft passes underneath a wooden bridge and past statues of elephants, which also shoot water. These are controlled by guests standing on the bridge. Kali River Rapids became a fan favorite, allowing guests to cool down on a hot Florida day. 2001, Disney California Adventure debuted their River Rapids ride named Grizzly River Run. The ride is very similar to Cali River Rapids, but the ride vehicle were actually designed to spin while going down the rapids. The ride wraps around a bear-shaped mountain that serves a central icon for the Disney California Adventure Park. In 2016, Shanghai Disneyland debuted their Roaring Rapids, which is similar to Grizzly River Run. Boring,
1: that's literally all I can say about this ride. It's nothing compared to how intense and wet Popeye and Bluto's bilge rat barges at Universal Orlando is. Now, this was a summary of uh, somebody's description of Cali River Rapids, who they ranked number eight in the top ten worst uh, Disney World attractions, as told by Disney.Urbantastebud.com. Was sure the, most it reputable, the most reputable um, attraction ranking website on the interwebs these days. RJ, how do you respond to that? Um, is this a... As far as raft and water soaking rides go, I guess this is what this is a water soak ride.
3: Yeah, I think it's the technical so. term for
1: It's mm-hmm. this a water soak ride. Um, is this not that great of a
0: water soak ride compared to others? Because you
1: must, you're like an expert on water soakings.
0: I mean, rides. I would say it depends on what you're looking for. Disney is a family park. Universal certainly has family elements, but it's definitely geared towards more teenagers and young adults compared to Disney world. So that's why there's so few inverted coasters at Walt Disney world, rock and roller coasters. The only one, because you can't have those thrill rides that are as intense. Similarly, you can't have a water ride That's going to get you as wet compared to something like universal. And it's all due to the target audience. So yes, it is a boring ride. (laughs) I would not consider it a boring ride. That was not the question that was phrased.
1: I think it was, but anyway, that's what I meant. Um, Ryan, for okay, I know you don't like this ride because it gets you wet, it gets you bored, it spins you, you don't really see anything, just a bunch of things. It's educational. Yeah, educational, right? Do you think they could have done without this ride to talk about deforestation? Uh, because maybe maybe people maybe they're doing themselves a disservice because maybe people don't like this ride, so they don't ride it. They don't even know what deforestation is by the time they leave the
2: parks, right? Yeah, so, I, th- I think a walking trail probably would have been better. I mean, that way you can kind of soak it all in. Is, is it? I mean, besides water soaking, walking through and slowly walking through it so you can actually tell what's going on. This ride is very very short. It's not the best river ride they have. Grizzly Grizzly is a better ride. I don't know about the one in Shanghai, but I'm sure that one's better than, than Cali is.
1: Can you explain that? What For people who don't know, what is this Grizzles ride that you're talking Gristles? about? Grizzles? <laughs> Grizzly River Run? Yes, it's that a, one. It's a very exactly similar ride,
2: but it's, it's engineered to spin as they're going, and the scenery is much better. And I'm sure it's a little bit longer. I'm not, I haven't checked that, but it's probably a little bit longer than Cali.
1: So is it more of a fun, uh, fun vibe on there? I would, like yeah. I
2: would think so. I've seen videos of it. It definitely seems more fun. So it's not depressing. I feel like right. I'd have more fun on
1: that. Right. At the end of Cali River Rapids, what happens? Like I at the end, the end scene.
3: It shows devastation of uh, of a landscape that was destroyed by logging and pollution.
1: So there's no That's solution. Okay. There's no solution to the.
0: Right, there's no happy ending? Well, actually, after that, I believe, you go down the falls, um, and it's representing this horrifying drop in the pit of your stomach as you discover what deforestation's doing to the world. And then you finally pull up to the dock, shocked and taking in what you've seen, provided you experience the attraction in its full nature.
2: Well, so apparently Ryan's cried while Ryan, writing this.
0: Apparently you don't um, know my name.
2: <laughs> oh, so apparently RJ has cried during writing this. I wouldn't say but that with Um And I believe it's supposed to represent nature coming back from deforestation.
0: Yeah, I'm just struggling to... I wouldn't say it's to... nature coming back. I would say it shows you what we have, and you've seen what we will have if we oh, continue That's just in the, the description topic.
2: that Disney gives for it, so that's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my mind around, so, you know, I'm very unbiased on this ride, if you haven't noticed. Are you? So, I'm trying to wrap my mind around what, what RJ is saying. Um, which is hard because i how unbiased I am but RJ you're saying that it's a kid ride because it's slow but now we're we're getting off on devastation at the end of this ride so I, I mean s-
0: I would say right Chris just like many Disney movies there's aspects for children and aspects for adults right if, <laughs> if you're yeah. watching I don't know The Lion King and you hear Timon talking about dressing up in drag and playing like dancing the hula playing the ukulele that's not something that you might fully understand as a child, but it's something that you more fully understand as an adult. There's aspects for adults and there's aspects for kids on this ride, much like Disney movies. But I never walk away from a Disney movie depressed. Have you seen Bambi?
1: I was very happy by the ending of that movie. The The beginning of the movie was like the end of Cali River Rapids for me. Hmm. But the end was very happy. It is wild to me, uh, to aside, that... Um, it's the only ride at Disney that's geared around depressive depression. Like it's doom and gloom. The ride is definitely doom and gloom. They sugarcoat it by splashing in the face. Uh, but they, but it is very much so doom and gloom. And it's an interesting take. I understand what they're trying to do there with it. Um, I understand that completely. And what, what other way to spread your message than to trap people on a, on a raft where you literally can't get out and you seatbelt them in. I think that's a, like, it's kind of brilliant. It's kind of brilliant. I think that politicians should might, might, should might do that. If they want to get their point across, just strap people into boats on four minute rides instead of every, literally everything else they do. Um, that being said, if you're going to wet me, I'm not voting for you.
3: Yeah, Chris has already stated before that he does not like getting yeah, wet Yeah, I do not rides. like getting wet. Hence why he's never been on Jungle Cruise, which uh, yes, doesn't which make sense. But I did think I, was Cali River Rapids. <laughs> I've never been on Cali River Rapids because I've never been in, with a group who are like, yes, let's get wet today.
0: If you don't mind my asking, Alex, would you be interested in riding Cali River Rapids now based on learning a bit about it and what a unique experience it is compared to whoa, other whoa, experiences? Whoa.
2: Shouldn't we do this by, like, what the average wait time would be? Because if it's a five-minute wait, I mean, anybody's going to go on it for five minutes. Well,
0: ignoring the wait time, if Alex doesn't know that, I'm just curious if it's something he'd be interested in writing.
3: Um, So, it would depend on who I'm with, because it'd have to be with a group of people who are willing to get wet. I'm not going on by myself. But, I think I will write this once in my life with my kids and my wife. So,
2: it's a one and done.
3: Um, Maybe... Like last time with Animal Kingdom, we were super soaked by just being sweaty. Right. We, we brought second pair of clothes to switch out to like later in the day because we knew we'd be super hot through the day. Um, so maybe next time before we switch our clothes, we go on this ride.
1: That's a dangerous thing to do with your kids, though, because they love it. You're going to have to do it every time.
3: No, because then it's broken down every time. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, it does break down a lot which doesn't really make sense. I don't know how it breaks down. It's a
3: river. How does it break down? I don't know.
2: They breaks a the river every time. Because of the
3: deforestation.
1: <laughs> I would ask you guys for closing arguments, but it sounds like you just made them. Um any any last comments on this on this attraction? Why uh, I guess in 30 seconds. Why should you ride it and why shouldn't you ride it? Go ahead. But I Go but ahead, no. No, but I want the opposite people. <laughs>
2: You want us to do our opposite opinions?
1: Yes. Is this I like do. that
0: one 2016 debate with the presidential date where they have to say, say what something was good nice. about the other one?
2: Yes. <laughs> I want you say to say five nice things about each other.
1: <laughs> I want you to both uh, say some positive things or negative things about the attraction and why you should or shouldn't ride it by switching places. Because I think you guys have both brought up some good points, and I think that you mark it towards your opposite target audience yeah I can go
0: so I would say if it's especially if it's a rainy day it's an outdoor attraction Animal Kingdom has many indoor attractions and so if it's an outdoor attraction and the weather's quite poor then you might get stuck in the queue in a ride that you're not able to ride due to the weather so I would say that's probably a negative about Kali River Rapids Um, Okay, so the queue's outside, outdoor queue. um, The ride's outside. Why would they shut that ride down if it's raining? Go
2: ahead,
3: Ryan, your turn.
2: Oh, my turn. Okay, you should ride. I I think anything in Disney, you should ride at least once. And then this, you will never want to go back on again, because you're going to get soaked. You're going to walk around wet shoes, wet socks, and then you're on vacation for a week with shoes that smell like skanky feet because they're wet. I. Uh, this has happened to me many times just from rain and it will happen to you on purpose if you go on this ride i do i do think that's uh, a good i would point. say go to a better themed area maybe like dino uh, it land it sounds to me like uh, ryan like didn't quite understand the reasoning
0: behind excuse the question me. i believe i was within the rules
2: excuse me i said hold on i'm getting to my point i'm being, uh, excuse me there should be a buzzer can we mute him please
0: <laughs> it's a sandwich It's a sandwich
3: good bad good
2: it's a sandwich um, but yes, you should ride it at least once. If you like it, fine. If you're into getting wet and you know, walking around like that all day long, by all means go for it. And if you're hot, and maybe it would be a good one if it's a hot day out, but then the line's gonna be very long mm. for it. Um, but it will cool you off and disappoint you at the same time.
1: Uh really good point, Ryan. Uh I'm I too am a firm believer you should ride every ride in Disney World once. Um I will never follow that advice because I will never ride Cali River Rapids. And I think that if it was a dry, if it was a living with the land type attraction, I would ride it. And I'd probably love it because I love living with the land. But it really comes down to, for me, just the soaking wet that you get. Like getting a little wet on Splash Mountain is okay sometimes. But when you like when you're getting soaking wet, that makes for a very uncomfortable day. Uh, So... Again, I I love the message they they do, you know, they, they provide during this. I think that if you're into getting wet, I think this is an awesome attraction. I watch paging Mr. Morrow go on this every time he's in Animal Kingdom. And the fun that he has on this ride is, is like contagious. Uh, you know, if you go down, if you're the person that's that's going down and your back's facing, you get the most wet because the water just pours over the edges of the of the raft. It looks like a lot, a lot of fun for kids because kids just don't care about their well-being whatsoever. So I think like when I have kids someday, I will definitely let them ride this while I watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you would be spraying them at the end. I will pay paging Mister Morrow to go on with my kids so he, so they can have fun. Uh, again, I just I not my cup of tea. Love the message. Love literally everything else about this ride, other than the main part of you getting soaking wet. I I, I can see why someone would like this ride, and I can uh, see why someone would hate it. You guys both made really valid points, and uh, after quick fire quick facts, I'm gonna tally up all these points, and we'll we'll see who won the debate.
0: RJ, do you bring extra clothes for when you ride it? No, because when I go ride it, I'm cautious, right? Like, I think Ryan mentioned, oh, your shoes get soaked. So my little life hack, I guess, that I'll give the listeners is, I believe there's that center area. If you just put your shoes up on there while you're strapped in, that way they don't, like, rest in that still water in the bottom, your shoes aren't going to get as soaked. And then as I'm walking around the park, usually my shirt's going to dry off and my shorts mm-hmm. will dry off quickly enough. So I would I don't bring extra clothes for Kali.
2: I was going to say, you're not one of those poncho wearers. Oh, no, I'm there. not a
0: poncho wearer.
2: That's an absolute waste of, of a there. poncho because you cannot put that poncho back in your backpack.
0: I agree oh, entirely. But true. yeah, I just, for, for listeners who are interested in riding Kali but not sure about getting their shoes wet, just make sure you kind of keep your feet slightly up on that little platform so they don't get soaked and you'll be fine. It's a good point. Good
2: I have a tip to keep your shoes wet or keep your shoes dry as well. Just don't ride
3: it. <laughs> Well, hey, we have common ground. Ryan and RJ agree. Poncho riders are the worst. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. While ascending the ride,
1: you may smell jasmine and ginger, which are pumped in smells to make it seem like you are really in Asia.
2: The
0: ride briefly closed on May 29th, 2007 due to one employee and five guests receiving minor
2: injuries due to a platform malfunction. This was to make it seem like the canoe paddles in the walkthrough have signatures from the Imagineers who worked on the ride.
3: Chakranadi River is actually Sanskrit for the river that flows in a circle.
1: The big drop was mocked up on the grounds of WDI campus to test the angle and distance of the splash.
3: We hear disses think that Cali River Rapids gives the guests opportunity to cool off during a hot Florida day. This ride is a hit or miss depending on your willingness to get wet. Hidden Mickeys.
0: Hey guys, so I actually have a Hidden Mickey audio, another clip, somebody sent in a clip for us. Oh, okay. Hey guys, this is Disney legend Julie Andrews bringing you Hidden Mickeys for Kali River Rapids. A great ride, unlike some people from North Carolina who don't know what they're talking about. In the queue, you're going to want to look slightly to the left for three different plates. In the room with the bicycle, those plates are going to be slightly to your left, and they form the three circles of a Hidden Mickey. Also, the entrance and the exit doors, if you look slightly above them, you'll find Golden Hidden Mickeys. One above each of them. Thank you for listening to these Hidden Mickeys. Again, I'm Julie Andrews, your Hidden Mickey guest speaker for this week. Remember that a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, and Ryan's wrong. Wow. Oh, she must
2: be a smoker or something, right?
0: Yeah. She... Her, I mean, her voice has changed, but you know
3: what?
1: She I didn't have Well, wow,
2: That's a terrible movie she was in. Oh, I, mean, I think she was time. right about your opinions hey, being wrong.
0: It.
1: well um i'm glad that you brought that up because i have tallied the numbers and very very close debate between the two of you um the winner of the debate on cali river rapids is alex and i for not having to waste our breath debating such a dumb ride (laughs) so thank you two so much for coming on really appreciate both of your (laughs) opinions (laughs) (laughs) Really appreciate for those who are listening at home because you are because you heard my voice. Seriously, though, uh, thank you so much, (laughs) RJ and Ryan, for uh, for coming on today. This was a lot of fun. I really had a lot of good time moderating this. I don't know why people don't like moderating debates. You guys are very civilized and uh, never spoke over each other or anything. Um, Really, really enjoyed what both you had to say. Really excited for everybody to listen at home. And we're going to put a poll up with this episode so please please vote who do you think won rj who is in favor of Callie, or ryan who is in favor of good taste we're gonna put that up on spotify so if you're listening and you're <laughs> listening and you're not on spotify and want to chime in please just go over to spotify you don't even have to listen on there but if you want to listen it's fine too just double listen this week i don't care actually i do care please double listen then vote for your favorite Are you looking for a magical experience? Look no further than Three Cheeky Chicks, a Disney-themed candle company that will transport you to your favorite childhood memories.
3: Three Cheeky Chicks offers wax melts, candies, candles, diffuser oils, and room sprays, all available on magicallyscented.com. The best part? You can use the code DIZHIS20 at checkout to receive 20% off your purchase.
1: Immerse yourself in the world of Disney with scents like Poly Juice Potion, which is orange and mold fruit, blended with oak and patchouli, on a base of sugared berries or try once upon a dream a magical blend of pears peaches and mild red berries mixed with water lily apple blossoms tiari flowers and jasmine with a base of vanilla orchard sandalwood coconut milk and chiffron musk
3: and don't forget the official dis his scent created exclusively for fans of the Disney podcast three chicka chicks candles wax melts and diffusers make the perfect gift for any disney lover
1: so visit MagicallyScented.com today and use the code HIS 20 for 20% off your purchase. Three Cheeky Chicks, where every scent tells
3: a story. Disney Cruise is no ordinary vacation. It's an adventure, a fairy tale, a dream. Step aboard and discover where favorite Disney characters meet fun for the whole family. Where total rest and relaxation meet the ultimate escape and excitement. Where a dream vacation meets a magical cruise. Only on Disney Cruise Line, where
0: magic meets the sea. To book your magical Disney Cruise Line vacation, go to sandpipervacations.com today. Check us
3: out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey guys, wanna hear something cool? Do you wanna be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the goof troop. Just go to dis dot com. And on the top, there's a link.
1: So, Alex, what did you do this week in Disney?
3: Uh, Chris, I did not do too much this week in Disney. Um, That's unlike you. you know, it's very unlikely. I know. I uh, have not watched the new Loki yet, but I did watch some of Star Wars Episode 5 and Episode 6. Um, we were watching Episode 5 of the kids, and they were kind of into it, and then they kind of lost interest. Yeah, I can see that. They're young. Do. Yeah. Um, but they were liking it. because who were their favorites? We um, who were their favorites? Well, yes. they like Ahsoka. It was before we barely got—I'm sorry.
1: No, in Episode they 5. Liked,
3: they liked Chewbacca. Of course, um, I get we mix just them got to join. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking about something else because I was going to say this afterwards. But they do like Chewbacca. They just we just got to Chewbacca and they like it a little bit. Um, but they did like the droids as well okay, because cool. I said that because I wanted to watch this episode five because we were watching Ahsoka and they thought Darth Vader was so cool. So I was like, okay, let's watch episode five. Uh, they both are big Darth Vader fans. Wow, very cool. So, yeah, so um, so I'm looking forward to you know. Uh, taking out Jedi younglings as I get older. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. So I wanted to, you know, watch the ones at Darth Vader, but even with the, the beginning of Darth Vader scene was, was pretty intense, right? You know, he gets in there and he like starts taking care of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In the hallway
3: and, In the hallway. And my son goes, what's going on with those people? And I said, <laughs> uh, they're, they're sleeping. <laughs> they're getting on alive. <laughs> <laughs> They're sleeping. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> he's only four so anyways <laughs> um other than that not not this much in disney i'm not up in ahsoka i'm telling you guys i don't know if i've ever finished a series i keep putting it on and i keep falling asleep uh not because it's boring but because it's late at night uh maybe a little bit both i don't know because really? i've been on the same episode for probably about
1: maybe uh, five attempts i was a big fan of the show Ryan, what did you do this week in Disney?
2: I watched uh, episode one and two of Loki. Okay. And I just watched the Muppet Haunted Mansion.
1: Well, uh, first of all, uh, thoughts so far on episodes one and two. Don't spoil anything, just for um, those at home who haven't watched. They're, it. Like, they're
2: very good. I'm a little confused.
1: Good. That's. I think you're supposed to be. I was I, a lot of confused
2: episode yeah, one. I think okay, so maybe be. I'm supposed to be confused, which is not a, a, a strange thing for me. But um, yeah, they're good. They're very. They're very cool. fun to watch. Awesome. Um, and, and Muppet Haunted Mansion, of course, is
1: that's in the yearly rotation for you. Uh same for me. It's it's just mm-hmm.
3: top-notch. We also watched it. Did I mention watching did we talk about watching Haunted Mansion, the
2: new one yet? You did not know. Oh, you and Chris ta- were uh, gonna watch it.
3: Okay, yeah, oh, well, yeah I yeah. watched it. Chris I watched it as well. Yeah. And it was a pretty good movie. My wife said it was too slow for her taste. Uh we I think we we decided that uh haunted mansion muppets is one a and one b is eddie murphy haunted mansion and then the new one is that there is b okay that's almost a,
1: that's that's oh, talk wait, about bad
3: opinions this episode that's uh
1: you might have
2: to fight over
3: that <laughs> yeah that's
1: actually really a really bad take but alex please cut that out <laughs> of the episode i don't want your wife to hear that how'd you like it chris I loved *Tone Mansion. I thought it was really good. I the, the only like, I I I finished the movie and I love ripping movies to pieces. And I turned to Emily and I was like, I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. And then you know I sleep on it and then I wake up. I was like, ah, okay, maybe maybe uh, uh Madame Leota wasn't casted perfectly. I don't think she mm-hmm. did a great part. Yeah. Um, why can't I think Jamie of her name? Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't, I just did not love her as Madame Leota. Her accent didn't do anything for me um the rest of the movie i thought was awesome i thought i i loved the uh the story of the hatbox ghost yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and it wasn't like a pg movie like it was very like uh they, they didn't hold back and but they didn't do too much either it was just perfect i thought it was great and the main actor in the movie i thought Love he them. was amazing Love i thought he was so good uh strong points were definitely was definitely the acting which is funny to say in a funny disney movie but like the the people didn't have well, they weren't oscar award-winning performances but they were perfect for what they were you know told to do i i thought it was a really good movie and i will uh definitely put into that into the uh halloween month rotation each year for sure the effects were really good too i did really like the effects as well nothing i i didn't see anything that was like oh man they saved it on the budget here i just i thought it was good i really liked it
0: rj what'd you do this week in disney Uh, This week in Disney, I watched episode two of Loki. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked episode one more because there was more Keihoi Kwan, and we love Auroboros. But Mm. episode two was still thoroughly enjoyable. I am extremely excited for the next four episodes, and sad that there's only six in the season. And then I've been watching through everything Star Wars in the order that it came out, just because I realized when Obi-Wan Kenobi came out, if I didn't know the animated Clone Wars show, I just wasn't going to understand everything. So now I'm finally getting around to watching everything. So since I've last been on the show, I started that watch through with a new hope. I am now in the Animated Droids and Ewoks shows from the late 1980s. Um so I've been through the original oh, trilogy boy. and they're not the highest quality, <laughs> but they definitely are entertaining. I like the Droid show a little bit better. It's got Anthony Daniels back as C3PO and it's neat because it's a continuing show. It's not individual episodes with individual stories so there's four episodes with one story the next five episodes are another story and the last four episodes are another story and everything kind of continues so i think that's kind of fun and it's not something that you see a lot of 1980s animated shows so in spite of myself i'm enjoying it slightly more than i expected i was going to have you watched the live action movies with the ewoks and kids uh, so I watched the first one, and then the second one came out before episode thirteen of Droids and Ewoks because they both came out on the same day of the week. So I'll get to the second one. The first one was pretty darn awful. I'm um, my kids love that movie. Uh, what do you? What's you, what your opinion on it, Alex? It's pretty bad, but it's
3: entertaining. I think it's entertaining. It's pretty bad though. Second one's even worse. Uh, FYI. Yeah,
0: it's one of Warwick Davis's first roles though. That's uh, funny. Is it really? Yeah, he plays um, Wicket. Oh, what's his name? Wicket. Thank you. It's one of my favorites. What did you do this week
1: in Disney, Chris? I actually did a lot this week in Disney. I watched Haunted Mansion. I watched, um, oh, I watched Werewolf by Night, which I did not watch last year. Just couldn't find the time to watch it. And then, you know, it's after Halloween season. You don't really want to watch Werewolf by Night in uh, during Christmas season. Then it's just, you know, you forget about it. Werewolf by Night was an awesome, awesome movie. It's uh, like a 45, 50-minute movie. Uh, shot in a uh, black and white. It's a noir film, uh, which they're releasing it in color this year, which I thought was interesting. Are they really? Yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of the intention of it being in black and white, in my opinion. It's made to be like an old monster movie to an extent with, I guess, modern day fight sequences, which thank you because (laughs) I don't really like the fight sequences from back then. But the uh, the the movie's about fighting over the bloodstone, and uh, which has helped uh, helps you kill monsters more easily. Whoever holds it. So the cool part about the movie was it's all in black and white, but the bloodstone is red, and it's not only just red, but it's like the glaring of the red is kind of you know filling up the frame. And it was just it was shot really good. Loved the guy who played. I think his name is werewolf by night. <laughs> I don't even know if his name is werewolf, <laughs> but love the guy who played him. Elsa Bloodstone, who is this, this uh, month's Marvel snap card is, is in yeah. the movie. Oh, uh, is she? Yeah. Yep. Oh, her, cool. her dad dies. So, you know, she, she's been missing. So she's not the rightful heir anymore. So she has to fight for this bloodstone Le Bung, with that, with all the other monster hunters, very gruesome. Really gruesome movie. A lot of blood, which they can do because it's black and white. So the the blood spraying is just like chocolate, like in Psycho. Interesting, uh, interested to see what they're going to do when they release it in color. But anyway, really, really like that movie. I strongly encourage you to watch it in the month of October because it's a fun Halloween spooky movie. It's only 50 minutes long, so it's not, you know, it's not a journey or anything. The other thing I did this week was I read I've, I've been reading a lot, a lot of comic books lately. And if you're into a comic books or if you're thinking about getting into comic books, I strongly encourage you to read Venom. I think it uh, started in 2018. Donnie Cates is the writer. And I am uh, I've never been this far into a uh, comic series. It is uh, I'm on issue 30 something right now. And I finally got up. There was this over there was all these little story arcs like good comics usually do. But the main story arc is this god of the symbiotes whose name is Null. And Null created all the symbiotes. And um, so that's like this this overarching story. And I'm finally the uh, to his story. Uh, which they, they, Now his story is the main story. It's uh, entitled The King in Black. So I'm finally reading The King in Black. Issues, uh, But man, I Venom is like one of my favorite comic book characters. Now, after reading this, his story is so deep and his story is written so well. And Donny Cates was just a, a, a genius uh, w- with the writing of of his character makes you makes you like love Venom. Seriously, you think Venom's this bad guy and then you just find out he's just a normal guy who's misunderstood and he he, he wants to be good. But, you know, struggles with 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 it sometimes. But man, it's really, really good. If you want to know how to get that, you can sign up to Marvel Unlimited. It's I don't know how much it is a month, uh, probably less than 10 bucks. And you get access to every single Marvel comic book ever read. After watching Werewolf by Night, I actually downloaded um, the first appearance of Man-Thing. Uh, and it was like from 1978. They have them all digitized. It's very, very cool. But Yeah, so that's what I, how I've been winding down these days is just reading comic books on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, highly, highly couldn't recommend it anymore. My friend got me into Venom, and he th- really thinks that that's going to be one of the next big bads in the future is null because it just makes so much sense to put them <laughs> on the screen. But yeah,
3: very, very cool. Really looking forward to getting off the podcast tonight and reading more. Hmm, awesome. Before we get to next week on Diz His, um, I want to let everybody know who's listening because they like Diz His, so maybe you want to hear me on something else other than Diz His. Um, This week, came out earlier this week, was Richard and Gary's Incredible Stories, which Gary is my brother-in-law, and him and his father do a podcast about movie stuff, interesting facts, um, some about horror information, like a whole range of stuff they do, and it's really small episodes, 20-25 minute episodes, uh, very interesting, and uh, the episode I'm on is we talk about three of our we talk about our favorite Halloween tale and uh, I'm on the episode of Richard and Gary's incredible story. So check that out.
1: Oh, very cool, Alex. So RJ talked about how he is watching the Star Wars um, projects. I can't even say movies. Star Wars just projects, TV shows, movies, because he likes the uh, continuity of the story and can't, uh, you know, can't get away from that. Now he's taken that obsession and actually started his own podcast called Cases of Continuity. RJ, can you just give us a little summary of what that's about and how people can find you? Yeah, thank you so much, Chris.
0: So Cases of Continuity can be listened to on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I take a full season to take a deep dive into an individual film, book, or movie franchise. I'm in my first season, and so each episode I'm diving into a different film in the James Bond film series, looking at how it was originally created by the producers and the actors the history behind it then looking at the story within it how that story connects to other stories i'm on the timothy dalton era right now which is a very fascinating era so i think it's super super fun i just love watching through the movies oh of course if you like how the nitty-gritty of how
1: movies are made which is probably you know if you listen to this podcast you like the behind the scenes type stuff please go check him
3: out at case of
1: continuity streaming on on everywhere really
3: so, next week in this, is we're going to do the Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour at Shanghai Disneyland, and, at Tokyo Disneyland. And it is considered one of the scariest attractions at uh, Tokyo Disneyland. Um, RJ is actually doing the history for this episode. RJ, do you have anything you want to say about the upcoming episode and why they should check it out?
0: Yeah, thanks, Alex. So, if you thought Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter was scary, if you thought Superstar Limo was scary, Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour will exceed all of those expectations. We're starting off our Halloween series. There is some very strange stuff, and it involves The Black Cauldron, a Disney animated film that completely failed at the box office, and you almost never hear about because of how scary it is.
3: Um, Also next week on that episode, we will be doing a giveaway. So if you want to be in that giveaway, you have to become a Patreon by the 17th because we're recording on the 18th. Um, So you'll be hearing this on the 16th. So by, no, you'll be hearing this on the 17th. So by the end of today, you have to sign up as a Patreon over, you can find that over on our social media account. And if you are over $2 a month, you can be entered into the giveaway that we will be drawing for live on the 18th. Yeah. So you should, you can find that Patreon over on our um, link tree at our social media, this is pod, which we'd love for you to go interact with our Instagram accounts you can also f- go into our link tree and visit our blog where people have written information and their own ideas about stuff um, and Go over to our Facebook and like that as well
1: And that's the his on Cali River Rapids. I'm Chris. I'm Alex I'm Ryan I'm Arjun. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.